Yeah, you already know what it is. It's the Self-Medicated Podcast, and we are here to knock out housekeeping. Uh, as always, make sure you check out uh, the Self-Medicated Podcast on Instagram and all the socials. On Instagram, we are at the Self-Med Pod. Um, on all your DSPs, we are at the Self-Medicated Podcast. So whether that's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, uh, I said Google already, right? Yes, sir. Google Podcasts, <laughs> Anchor, fucking Alexa, literally everywhere that you can get a podcast. We are there. Just search for the Self-Medicated Podcast um, and we'll pop up. So make sure you subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this at. Um, and most importantly, share. Share these episodes with your friends or family or some fuck nigga that you know <laughs> could probably learn something from this. Um, that's very important to share it, share it, share it, share it. We got the, uh, we got the clips page up and running on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, we have the over the counter episodes that come, they not, they don't come out. We do them on clubhouse. Uh, those are every single Friday. Usually try to do those late night on like a a 10 o'clock type joint. Um, but yeah, check out the over the counter episodes, uh, subscribe and review, comment, uh, share everywhere else. Um, yeah, there's that, um, for organic shout out. So I wanted to give, a uh, this is the, this is the one year anniversary episode, mm. just in case folks didn't, didn't know or understand that. Definitely um, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, this week I put out the, uh, the organic shout outs that we've been doing since we've been doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of my favorite things about this podcast because uh, organic shout outs, I think are not, uh the norm right like we we live in a a pay-to-play age where networking and um you know collabs and and you know just uh, this general industry is all about paying somebody some bread to to show some love and Mm. that's the favorite thing to me about organic shout outs is don't nobody hit us up about organic shout outs and even if you do that's probably the easiest way to never get one right like organic shout out is intentional is just shit we find dope Creatives, artists, yeah. you know, people that we find Places. dope. Exactly, exactly. Shout out to the Sono. Um, so, yeah, that that's one of my favorite things about this podcast overall is the organic shout out. Um, and shout out to all of the folks who have received an organic shout out um, over the last year since we've been mm. doing this podcast. So shout out. this week's organic shout out goes to us, man. <laughs> uh, this week's organic shout out goes to the self-medicated podcast. This has been a motherfucking journey. Some of y'all will never understand this journey, <laughs> but, um, you know, I've been, uh, as I was doing the organic shout out, uh, shout outs, I was doing a lot of going back and listening to old episodes and just watching the evolution of this podcast. And, um, man, we've grown so much. We have grown so much. You remember when we, when we used to do the lapel mics? Absolutely. Yeah. The lapel mics, uh, going transitioning from, you know, upgrading the audio quality, uh, the incorporated video mm-hmm. to all of the guests that we've had. Um, uh, all of the, not all the, the folks that we've had, uh, as like interns, <laughs> I guess. Oh, it's hard to find good help. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is true. Um, but yeah, man, I just want to give the organic shout out to the self-medicated podcast, man. This shit is lit. This shit is dope. We've grown, we've done a lot. Um, we've gotten so much better, both of us at our mm-hmm. jobs. 
you uh you have gotten really almost god level you're very close to god level on the oddity mm, uh, oddity yeah uh, audio editing i call it oddity audio mm-hmm. editing we all call it that it's an interesting term <laughs> yeah y'all might not know about that. right <laughs> getting, you, you out there getting audited um yeah no you 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 your your talent level has gotten so much better thank you sir. Um, thank you i feel like i've gotten a little bit better at trying to figure out how to transition between mm-hmm. topics and come mm-hmm. up with topics and introduce topics. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. And, and big shout out to the listeners, man. Like we, one of the big things about this podcast is we're not doing the typical industry standard thing of like, Oh, let's pay for an ad on shade room, which is not to say we're not going to do that, but like, that's not how we're building this base. Like mm-hmm. we're building this base based on people that this information is useful to. And based on them sharing it and talking to other people about it. Um, And so to watch us like grow and come into the brand, like we're growing in, we had a, we had a vision and now we're growing into it. (laughs) And that shit is super duper dope. Like, um, yeah, man, I can't, I can't uh, give enough shout outs to you for, for sticking with this shit for, you know, Copping the roadcaster for yeah. <laughs> for putting Make in the hours, yeah, putting in the hours of like like man hours, labor, intellectual mm. property, all of that shit into this. Mm. Uh, big shout out to you. Big shout out to all of our our listeners. Big 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 shout out to. Um, uh, so I was told that biggest fan could be disrespectful. So I'm gonna say to my favorite fan, mm, Brittany. All the rest of y'all. Yeah, okay. my favorite fan, Brittany. Brittany is definitely, um, you know, the head doctor has always mm. has been the most supportive, the most engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, been a guest okay, multiple the, times, like hood rat correspondent. Hood rat correspondent. Yes, absolutely. So shout out to everyone who has been involved. Shout out to anyone who has attached themselves to this journey. Yeah. Uh, we one year in. And it's literally only going to get better from here. Let's get into the show. Let me hold off on that year. Hear ye, hear ye. You already know what it is. But just in case you don't, it's the Self-Medicated Podcast. I am your host, as always, the Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. the Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. And these are facts, a.k.a. Young Wastradamus, here as always with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. the Box Hunter. A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder, A.K.A. The Black Kevin Sorbo, A.K.A. Young Black Hercules, A.K.A. The Strongest Nigga You Know. <laughs> it's the Self-Medicated Podcast, man. What's up? How are you? How you feeling? I'm doing great, man. You know what I'm saying? Your boy out here got his first round of COVID-19 vaccine shots. Yeah. Shout out to Moderna. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, Moderna got yours? <laughs> I got the Moderna. Yeah. Interesting. Um. We'll talk about stocks one day. <laughs> I was chopping it up. Uh, well, the group chat was going off earlier, but I was in class, so I didn't get a chance to see what they were talking about. It turns out one of the homies had like a plug on the um, the shot, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So basically, he sent us a link where you have to type in a password, and you keep refreshing the page, and eventually a, a, um, a, a, a page will pop up where you put your information in to register to get the shot, which was dope because... 
this current round, they're only supposed to be doing it for like older people and people that are in like um, li- uh, assisted living and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get the shot for free, and also I got it within twelve hours of finding out about the link. Nice. So yeah. Um, I'm be so out here in the streets. I, I was about, about to say. You, I was about to say. <laughs> well, I'm immune, and you got the you vaccine. <laughs> so, are we out here in these streets? Like, what's up? What does that mean for you? What, what, what? Like, now that you have the vaccine, how do you feel about that? I got to get my feel? second shot first to make it really official. That's happening next month on the 20th. But okay, I'm definitely gonna feel a little bit more um, secure with being around people. Got you. That makes sense. Yeah. Are you going to be any more like you're not a traveler anyway, but are you mm. any more inclined to travel? Mm. I know work schedule is super busy and like, yeah, I don't really, handcuffy. I don't really have time, but uh, I'll tr- nah, I ain't traveling. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's real. We almost in the in the prime time summertime anyway. Like we mm. done made it through. This nigga said we're almost. <laughs> we're almost. No, <laughs> it just start getting cold. But what I'm saying is we're almost through the worst of Chicago winter. Almost? I say that as we like are literally sitting in the winter advisory right now. Right. <laughs> but like I, I feel like um, I was. Yeah. The majority of the winter is probably. Yeah. The majority of the winter is almost over. Chicago. Anytime it's more than like 40 degrees to me mm-hmm. is a great place to be. Mm. Especially especially when we start getting like warm warm. Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to be nowhere. Fuck a Miami. <laughs> and especially in the summertime But like I just want to You know what I'm saying Like Chicago mm-hmm. is lit there So traveling in like the next month or two Would probably be the only time Where traveling might make sense I would definitely have my vaccine for your wedding That is mm. That is beneficial I wonder if we can um, Yeah I don't know what we need to do for that you need to make niggas get the vaccine, but also you can't make people get the vaccine if you're not going to get it yourself. That's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> like, I, I'm that's, like, exactly, that's exactly what I'm saying. We know you're anti-vaxxer, so. <laughs> I was born into it. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a storm of the capital, too. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, I was definitely not there. <laughs> you will not take away our rights. We will not wear a mask. Nah, hell no. Nah, fuck all <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, man. So other uh, other than the vaccine, mm-hmm. which is actually a big deal, because that whole group chat thing was very intriguing. Like that was a whole. Um, what you were the in finesse? There, you? Yeah, I'm in it. I forgot you was in that goddamn group chat. Yeah, I don't reply to group <laughs> chats most most of the times. I'm in like six group chats yeah. that I don't respond to, but I get all the information. I do appreciate that one doesn't go off too often. Yes, yes, so, I agree with that. Right. With all those people in there, because like 10, 11 people in there's there. There's a lot of folks in there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of folks in there. Um, yeah, that that the the vaccine plug was interesting this week. Um, for me, there's a lot of things moving and shaking. Uh, mm. Personally, for me, um, might be moving. Niggas mm-hmm. might be getting a new little studio for the mm-hmm. pod. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of shit going on. Um, Can't wait to just roll out of bed and go to your house and record. That would be. <laughs> but I, see, the I'd funny thing to clean is, clean and make sure you know, make sure I'm at the house and stuff. The funny thing is, I'm. I feel the same way that you feel like that might be more convenient. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be more convenient <laughs> for me as well. Yeah, you don't have to travel. You'll see. Well, what did I say? Eric Setup is pros and cons. Yeah, setup is important. What I'm excited about is the potential new space has its own room mm-hmm. where we will put that in. So I probably literally wouldn't be in there unless I'm doing podcast. And it's nice you can just keep things set up where I I have it in my living room. I got to exactly. sometimes take things down and put it up. 
Very true. Very true. So that's the thing. Uh, the pod, not the pod, me, okay, <laughs> might be moving. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, there was one thing that happened to me this week that I wanted to talk about. And mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody else feels me on this. So I don't sleep much. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I sleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't get tired. No, I get tired. I just, just don't, don't sleep. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, my relationship with sleep and rest is very, uh, I don't want to say unique, but it's specific to me. Mm-hmm. Right. What that means is when I do actually sleep, that means I probably need it. Mm. Right. Like that means if motherfuckers catch me sleeping, those are important hours for me to be getting my uh, rest and recuperation from. Right. Um, and then also I keep pretty weird hours. I don't sleep. I sleep off it's four true. hours a night. Like I'm, I'm up late. I might fall asleep early, but I'm up <laughs> for the rest of the day. If that makes sense. Like about, about four hours a day. So when I am sleep, that's important for me to get that and maximize on that. Um, I live in a world full of people though, who don't keep those same hours and don't have the same relationship with rest. Welcome to my world. And so what happens is I've identified, uh, a fine line. Mm-hmm. So there's a fine line between being woken up too early and waking up to a nice surprise. <laughs> what? Now, have you ever been, I'll speak for me. When I get woken up out of my sleep, mm-hmm. it's all bad. Mm. That is not the best representation of who I am as a person. Okay. All right. The Haitian sensation will tell you to this day, I'm not nice. I will cuss you out. I don't care who you are. If I get woken up, mm-hmm. <laughs> then I personally need to have been at danger. For me not <laughs> to fill away. You don't have a lot of white homies. Because they like to wake you up in the most rude, annoying, and ignorant ways as possible. This nigga's drinking straight from Okay. Yeah. I um I do have some I do have white homies and I'm used to that culture as well. Like they'll throw some cold water on you. Yes. Which is maybe why I have created the defense mechanism of trying to pack all my rest in the four hours. <laughs> <laughs> White folks around exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like I, I figured out how to protect myself in my sleep to sleep when nobody else sleep. is around, <laughs> right? around. Yeah, or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, if if you wake me up, just mm. expect to be cussed out. Mm. Like just that's, and I don't like it's. It's not personal. Mm. It's not about you as an individual or a human being. How you represent yourself on planet Earth. It's the fact that you have interrupted what nature has deemed as needed rest for right. me. <laughs> so you're going to catch it. Like, I'm not that nice when, I, when I'm getting woken up. However, there is a fine line between that and being woken up to something really nice and pleasant. Right? Like, breakfast in bed, for example. Okay. Like, have you... Is, is that something that you enjoy? Like being woken up with no, food? I think eating in the bed is disgusting. Hmm. Let's see. I'm talking about this. 
Investments plus. So, okay. So now we have, you just skipped right over to the point that I wanted to make. As a person who values their rest, mm-hmm. how do you feel about being woken up for sex? I don't like it. You don't like being woken up no. for sex. Um, I don't like like I don't like morning sex. So, oh wait, now okay, why? I prefer morning sex well, over the nighttime all, sex. Majority of the people in the world's breath is very hot when they wake up. People have slept, so they look kind of crazy. They got cold in their eyes. Like from a visually stimulating standpoint, it's not the best. Especially um, if you're with a woman that, like, wears bonnets and, you know, women aren't going to bed in sexy lingerie. They're going to bed in stuff that's comfortable, which is understandable. So are guys, right? And, like, really the hot breath is a problem for me. Gotcha. Whereas when you go to sleep, I prefer much rather to do it before I go to sleep because then you go to sleep and that sleep is really good. If everybody like did their thing and exhausted, right? Whereas when I'm waking up, I don't. I rather wake up naturally, without somebody else waking me up. Gotcha. Why do you like it? I didn't say I liked it. <clears throat> I just said there was a fine line between being woken up too early and waking uh-huh. up to a nice are surprise. You, I mean, like, are you a morning sex person? Yeah, I'm a morning sex person. Um, only because I feel like I can knock that shit out, and it's the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it also I think has to do with the hours I keep. So like mm. at ten o'clock, ten o'clock is a little bit like one two p.m. for y'all, mm. for me, <laughs> right? Like that's like that's like lunchtime almost, or like just post lunch. Like I'm just now, I'm just now fully here, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. At around ten. And um, so that means that's I'm 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 fully me. Okay, trying to fuck <laughs> around that time, like that would make sense, mm-hmm. right? Like that that's the time. But um, for me, morning sex when I wake up, that's the beginning of everything for me. Like when I first wake up, that's when my 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 brain has rested. My body has rested. Everything is pumping on uh, on 100 to just wake me up. <laughs> so, like, that's where I feel like, like, I like working out in the morning, like, first thing in the morning. I like doing anything physical or mental, mentally strenuous Yeah, first thing in the morning. Because I feel like that's where I'm firing on all pistons. Hmm. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that, that there's a fine line there. I don't think I... Uh, depending on the time of day, I don't want to be woken woken up with sex unless it's in the morning. But the weird thing, and and I don't think it has anything to do with anything other than I just might be surprised that you up earlier than me. Mm. <laughs> that that to me that honestly speaking might be yeah. the only reason why I like like oh damn bitch you about it today <laughs> like you got shit to do today. Also, <laughs> That's I, what's up. I think. I prefer sex at night. I just thought of this. I prefer sex at night because you have longer to have the sex. Where in the morning, I feel like a lot of times if niggas is employed, you have to rush because you have a job. I'd rather That's have more point. time to enjoy it and like have the ebb and flows of doing some rounds opposed to you got to get a quickie in. 
you might not do everything you want to do. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. And Maybe you told me you'd be out of sex for two hours, so like you definitely right. it's on record. You <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> nah, this nigga's regularly having sex for two hours at a time. Shit. He's a fucking serial killer. <laughs> Listen, man. Shout out to Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Doing rounds. Is that the episode title? <laughs> rounds. <laughs> Another round. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just had to throw that in there. No. Um,. Yeah, no, my normal is not two hours. I can do two hours if need be, but like, don't let's not make that the expectation. Whew, that's a terrible expectation. Don't, to have. Well, no. I was I was talking to my homie uh, last night. We were talking about like you know sometimes you with a girl you like you really thought you put in some work, and, you know she enjoyed it, and she'd be like, oh, I could do a round two. And you're like, God damn, <laughs> I gave you the best I got. <laughs> What if you flip that though? <laughs> oh, I, I've done that before. Yeah, and you, you don't get that round too, which is funny because when they, you don't give it to them, they like very confused, a little angry, frustrated. But when it happens, I'm like, oh no, I can't. I got da 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 da. Double standards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Double standards, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with, but we have to acknowledge them. I agree. Just let's just acknowledge. I them. agree. You want to talk about the? Uh, <laughs> um, it's going to be funny how I try to figure out how to introduce this. Mm. Um, but the best question I heard about this week. Okay. Um, it has to do with when you're talking to someone, and it doesn't really matter the nature of your relationships, but when you're talking to someone, you might want to figure out what they are dealing with, and mm-hmm. what they're involved with, and the nature of that. Mm. And the best question I heard to investigate that. Mm-hmm. Is what's the nature of your entanglements? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that um, <clears throat> I don't necessarily want to talk about that question. Okay. But I want to talk about why it's necessary to ask it. Give me an example of when someone would ask that. Uh, when someone or when I would ask that. Cause that's okay. You want to make it specifically? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, we have when, to. <laughs> when you would ask it, when would you um, ask? I it? would ask that of someone who I was dealing with that I felt um, <clears throat> uh, the answer to that question could uh, potentially affect how I interact with them. Mm, okay. Um. Very vague, but okay. I'm trying so hard to give the right political you, answers. You wanted here. to make it about you, brother. I gave you the out to do a hypothetical. Um. So yeah, I would use that in a situation where I need to know if what they're dealing with is going to impact or change how I interact with them. Would you ask that on a job interview? No, because I know the nature of those entanglements. And see, and that's the thing. I wouldn't ask that on a job interview because I am the one marketing my services. Right. In a situation. So they should be asking you that. Exactly. Exactly. I should be getting asked this question. I think that was the main thing Mm -hmm. that I wanted to bring this up for is how would you answer that question? 
Me? Yes, you. I don't know what circumstances I'm being asked that question if we're talking about a job interview. Um, Let's just say uh, we're doing a meet and greet for the self-medicated podcast. Mm-hmm. At a, you know, your pick your favorite restaurant. We're doing a meet and greet. Um, some folks uh, mm-hmm. who listen to the podcast um, are curious and just mm-hmm. inquisitive. Yeah, and they ask both of us, "What's the nature of your entanglements? How uh, do you answer that?" Very easy. I would say school and work are the natures of my entanglements. They take up most of my day. Okay. <laughs> How are you answering that? Uh, I'm answering by defined entanglement. Mm-hmm. And then I'm responding to Based that answer that. by asking them what's the nature of their entanglements because mm-hmm. the definition that they give, yes, because the definition that they give and then the explanation of their existence and how they're operating maybe mm-hmm. two different things. And based on those two is going to determine uh, what level of veracity I'm going to give you. Mm. Because you, you might not be able to handle the actual nature of my entanglement. <laughs> if that True. makes sense. So, like, I don't, I don't want to. I don't, and, and I don't want the nature of my entanglements to affect how you view me as a person. Mm. I think that's important, too, because I feel like a lot of times when questions like that or even when the conversation gets to that point where questions like that are relevant, the answer uh, dictates how that other person is going to handle you right, <laughs> or right, deal with right. you from then on. So, like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be very careful and intentional about what you ask. Mm. And uh, I would only pull that out if I was like, because for me, I don't give a fuck. Anybody that I would answer, uh, that I would ask that question, mm-hmm. wouldn't actually be about that question. It would be about how you answer it. I don't give a fuck what your entanglements are. Okay. Honestly. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, why do black people have a such a hard time counting the versus rounds? That's what I want to know. Why? <laughs> why is it so hard? Why is it just black people? <laughs> because black people watch versus. They haven't made a white verse. They haven't made a white versus yet. No, Ooh. have they? Ooh, be a good white versus. White versus. Hmm. Let's see. Will they do the boss versus uh, who do white people really like? Neil Diamond versus uh, uh, <laughs> what's that nigga? Ooh, what's the boss's name? Why is it escaping me? You know what I'm talking about with the boss? Nope. Um, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen versus Neil Diamond. Oh. Oh, <laughs> they probably they, they might not go that old school. Who would be a modern day? Maybe like a Lady Gaga versus a Britney Spears. We could go um, like uh, like like Macklemore because he has a Grammy. <laughs> he has one song. <laughs> he's the, he's gonna do the warm up pre versus. Yo, Macklemore versus Joe Button. Joe, no. Who wins? Joe Button. Really? I had to make sure I didn't say Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> Button wins. wins that? Absolutely. In the verses? Absolutely. What's the second Macklemore song you playing? Gift Shop. <laughs> the third one? 
hip hop saved my life. Okay, is that is, is that a Lupe Fiasco song? <laughs> he better have made a song called Listen. Macklemore better have made a song called Hip Hop Saved My Life. What the fuck is Macklemore doing right now? Mm. Probably running a coffee shop or some shit. He did a he released a freestyle for the inauguration. You ain't see that? Absolutely not. I saw it. Yeah. I didn't listen to I'm it, but I, I saw it. That's how he released some shit. <laughs> Uh, it's probably so much pandering on that record. So bad, so bad. Y'all remember he he, he y'all remember y'all know he beat Kendrick for a Grammy. I remember. That's so sad. Yeah, but yet I think now that knife wanders wander wanders on the board. I don't think that no shit happen. like that will ever happen again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some bullshit. I think that's when niggas was like, yeah, we gotta do something about this. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, back to the topic. Why why is it so hard to count versus rounds? Hey man, a lot of those, those songs have an emotional impact on people. So those songs might not be the best songs or better than the other song, but they just have a lot of emotional connections with certain songs. Let me ask Especially you this. Especially with like the last one. Let me ask you this. Oh yeah. Let me ask you this. <laughs> have you ever been so emotional you couldn't count? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta tell me about that. I'm oh, I, you meant me specifically. I thought you meant in general. Can someone be so emotional they can't count? There's a lot of niggas can't count in the first place, so I don't know why you expect them to be able to count when they have emotions involved. <laughs> Damn. So what's the basis of your question? So for whatever reason, every time there's a versus, there's always a dispute about how many songs have been played, mm-hmm. whose turn it is, and mm-hmm. what the score is. Okay. Um and this happened a lot with the Keisha Keisha Cole versus the Shanti versus battle. Mm-hmm. Um actually Keisha herself was confused about the round count. She sounds like one of them niggas that can't count. So yeah, yeah. so like what 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 is it about counting rounds that makes it very difficult for this versus thing? Or is that just part of the conversation? Like is that just part of the allure of versus? I don't know, man. It's hard to keep up count sometimes because, like, like at least with the Gucci and Jeezy, like, they never really made that switch mm-hmm. from one person switching to playing their songs first to the other person. So, like, the rounds became confusing because they all just jumbled together. So, I don't know, man. Just to, I think that's kind of what you said. The nature of the verses kind of makes it confusing because, like, sometimes you're grooving and getting to the song, you lose count. Because I've had, every time I try to keep count, of the songs or the rounds, I feel like I fuck up. I feel like the artists always fuck up too, though. Mm. The people playing the shits always fuck up too. Mm-hmm. That's one thing Timbaland and the Swiss have never figured out or haven't prioritized. Uh, and all they have to do is put a little number in the corner. The graphic saying the number or like so have a simple. rain girl or some shit. It's, it's actually even simpler than that. What's that? Play 10 songs in a row. Mm-hmm. After that, Wait till the other person plays their song and then play 10 songs in a row. No, like, but it's I not mean, that like, hard. They need a counter just so people know like what round it is. There's two parts to this. Mm-hmm. The people who are performing are confused every time. Mm-hmm. And the people watching and listening are confused every single time. So I guess my thing is if the performers at least... Mm-hmm. Know that Then maybe it'll trickle down To the people watching And we'll start catching on To the format mm-hmm. But to me This is one of those This is a Tim and Swiss thing 
This is nigga. You need to make sure your people know when to play two songs in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your turn to play two songs in a row now, so we can switch it, or have an intermission after ten. Mm, that's when they do the two, three song verses. Exactly. <laughs> throw one of those. Throw, throw a little shy show in there, or do mm. your Doritos commercial, or you mm. know what I'm saying. Do whatever after ten songs and switch it up. If I was them, if it was me, mm-hmm. what I would do is I would do the 10 songs because Instagram cuts off after an hour. Mm-hmm. I would do the 10 songs in that live, run a commercial, do whatever you got to do, mm-hmm. run the live back for the second 10. Mm-hmm. And then count those numbers separately <laughs> because they're two streams now. True. Now what? Yeah. You know what I mean? You doubling up your numbers. You got the data thing. You got your advertising because mm-hmm. you got that space and that gap. Like, and you fucking figure out how to count. Nike score rounds for real, for real. Imagine if Versus did a a, a, a scorecard. Mm. Right? Like, imagine if for every Versus they picked some people to score the Versus. Or they or something. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's dope. a lot. To, there's a lot that could be done here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's in the works though, because this is still fairly new. It's that's under true. under no, nah, it's over six months, right? I can't remember if it's under or over six months old. Um, I don't know either, but mm. they've had enough of these where mm. they can have figured out how to. Yeah, it was some of these verses that I forgot about. I forgot Patty and uh, Patty Labelle was in the verses. That's because you didn't watch it. Yeah, but I forgot that. that <laughs> I go forget happened. something you didn't see. <laughs> I forgot that it happened. Is what I'm saying. Like, gotcha. gotcha. There was a bunch of them I forgot that just that mm. just happened. Yeah, I missed a lot of the earlier ones where it was um, producers like uh, the Sean Garrett joint, mm. the Dream. Who could? Yeah. Who could go against Ty Dolla Sign? Mm. You know, versus Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that so a bad matchup? <laughs> That's so random, though. Is it that random? Yeah. is R&B versus pop. I don't know. Like, the, the intersection of the audiences would be interesting. You want to grow the viewership or no? <laughs> Tell I feel me, like you Ty Dolla Sign versus I feel like you're better Ed off doing Ed Sheeran versus Justin Bieber or some shit. Yeah, but that's the same audience, though. Exactly. You got to appease them. You trying to have a crossover. Exactly. I don't know if a crossover is going to work. I, I would mix those. You know how un- exciting the Twitter comments and the Instagram comments would be. No, I think it would be exciting because <laughs> I don't know if you know about Ed Sheeran. That nigga lit. Like he fuck with the culture. <laughs> so like him he does, and his but fans, does it fuck with him? I think like, him is and Meek his Mill fans, doing a, a street record with Ed Sheeran. Meek Mill has an Ed Sheeran feature. I, I think on street the street record. No. Yeah. Nobody's doing a street record with Ed Sheeran. Exactly. That's People not- are doing street records. With t- well, they're not really doing street records on the outside. You might have a point. I don't want to see it. I'll just say that. <laughs> I would watch that shit. I wouldn't. Is, that, is there any crossover verses that you would watch? Mm. Like, I'm not tuning in to, to fucking Lady Gaga versus Kelly Rowland. I'm not doing well, that. Well, that wouldn't even be a competition. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Smoked. (laughs) All Kelly Rowland can do is play uh, motivation and fucking. Oh, that's not even her song. That's Carrie Hilson. (laughs) She can play dilemma and beyond Destiny's Child songs. What's the uh, crossover verses that you will watch? Um, mm, I could do uh, Justin Bieber. 
or Justin Timberlake versus somebody. Like, I would be interested to see maybe a Justin Timberlake versus a Ty Dolla Sign. Even though Justin Timberlake has way bigger hits, um, I think Ty Dolla Sign's songs are more diverse. And you can draw from a bigger um, group of songs. Hmm. What if you did, like, um, what if you did, like, uh, Adele versus SZA? I don't think SZA has enough songs. She only has two albums. How many Adele albums has, Adele has? I think at least four. She's got uh, 19, 25. Hmm. Let me see what Odell has. Oh, 21. 19, 21. I'll show you three studio albums. My bad. Mm-hmm. 19, 21, 25. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but platinum, 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 platinum. Yeah, her shit has gone <laughs> absolutely nuts. <laughs> But but she could, mm, she might be able to go against Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran versus Adele. I don't think Ed Sheeran got a a lot of albums either. But I could be wrong. I'm not familiar with this discography at all. It's not necessarily crossover. Oh, Bruno Mars will make. Ooh, I want to see Bruno Mars in the verses. Can too. He go against a few people. To be honest, like. Bruno versus Justin Timberlake? I would watch that one for sure. I would watch that. That would be a really good one. I would definitely watch that. I feel like we're giving a lot of IP out, mm-hmm. though. I haven't even thought about Bruno Mars being in the verses, but he would be really entertaining. Why. He would be Because really that nigga good. dances, too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He, he's like And he fun. has some bops, too, man. Yeah, definitely. Bruno Bruno versus The Weeknd? That's not even fair. That's a crossover joint, though. That's what I mean. Uh, uh, I rather I rather see maybe it's like too culty. No, yeah, it's too yeah. culty. Like yeah. we don't really have fight. a lot of bops though. Like he got bangers. He don't got bops. Yeah, like his songs don't really want to make you dance. He has a few, but his songs more his like you want to like more do drugs and, and bop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's real. Yeah, I could definitely. You know, like, I don't think um, I don't think he got a Cardi feature. Mm mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so you didn't watch the verses, right? Absolutely not. Um, uh, so no opinions, commentary, I anything can't tell other you than anything. that. I haven't. I, I was. Can you judge the outfits? I didn't even see those. Okay. I was surprised by the lack of memes. I didn't really see a lot of memes. Usually for hmm. the verses, I see two to three like pictures and. Jokes based on that, or that's because Bernie put this shit. Yeah, on Bernie fire. bodied the memes. <laughs> yeah, he bodied the memes this yeah, week. Yeah, I saw he he had he was selling sweatshirts for like mm-hmm. forty five dollars a pop and sold out immediately. Yeah, the Haitian sensation bought one. Oh, she made it in time. Okay, she said uh, she told me that she bought it and the proceeds were going to his campaign. I thought the the proceeds were supposed to be going to a charity. Hold on, you you missed what I said. What? That the proceeds were going to his campaign. The proceeds were going to his campaign. Right. What is he running for? 
what is what is his position now? He's a senator. Yeah, maybe running for the senate again. You think he's running a post in Vermont? I don't know what the fuck is happening in Vermont. If I'm gonna be honest, he's not running a post. He's also doesn't have a campaign. People, maybe (laughs) he's not running for president anymore. There is no campaign. <laughs> Are you sure it's going to the campaign? Because I heard something else. No, I. So after that, and I investigated further, it's going to charities that he picks out. Okay, thank you. But initially, <laughs> it was going to his campaign. What, what is he campaigning for? <laughs> for what? Bernie selling out shirts like Supreme or some shit. Did he get a cabinet position? No, nah, I don't think yet. It's still pretty early. Is it? Yeah, because they like. They got all this other bullshit they're trying to fix. He's the president now, bro. We had the inauguration. You mean to tell me we have an active president without a full cabinet? That's what you're telling me. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm assuming his priorities with his cabinets were the things he promised in the first hundred days, which was like immigration. Who's the secretary of uh, education? Bernie Sanders. I was like, I don't know. Ben Reeves, Ben Reeves, uh, Ben, what's that nigga's name? Ben, ben Simmons. Yeah, Ben Simmons. Uh, you know the Australian motherfucker. Ain't got no jump shot. <laughs> Speaking of that, you see my boy Joel has been balling out here. He has. Balling. He has. Yeah, shout out to Boogie. He had a really great game the other day. He had like 30, 28 and 18. Nice. Five assists. It's good to see him out here doing. That's why he keep getting signed because everybody knows Mm, the potential. His skill is not based on athleticism at all. That's true. He can't jump. He's bigger, (laughs) stronger, and anticipates better than anybody. He has really good footwork too for a big man. That definitely always helps when you're slower. Yeah, he don't. He don't like. He'll always have a job in the NBA Mm -hmm. as long as he want to play. I wish he was on the Lakers still though. But me too. We didn't really get to have the experience of having Boogie on the team because he got injured. I also don't know if if his personality would mesh with LeBron come playoff time. Because I feel like LeBron has an established culture of what he expects Mm -hmm. when it comes to that that time. And I feel like Boogie is still in a position where he's going to just rely on his talent and him being better than everyone (laughs) To, to try to get him there And I think that uh, I don't know if those two Specific personalities will work I feel like Boogie would have worked so well With Kobe mm. Like I feel like I feel like Kobe would have Loved to have a Boogie after Shaq Yeah I mean Yeah I would say Boogie Was better than Andrew Bynum Both of them in their primes I would take Boogie Yes you know, Andrew Bynum used to be balling. He's mentally, he was in a different place than Boogie was. Like I disagree. Boogie get, has anger issues and like but gets technical he? fouls. But Andrew Bynum, I think, was kind of mentally. I I, off. I feel like Boogie gets a bad rap, just like Future. <laughs> like a, he, I mean, a lot of that same shit that gets attributed to Boogie in terms of his attitude or mm-hmm. the problems or just him being uh, a bad teammate. I'm not saying he's a bad teammate. I'm just saying like. He loses his temper quick. Not to say he's a bad teammate. He loses his temper quick? Mm-hmm. That's why he gets so many texts. Is that a bad thing? Yeah. When you get texts and get kicked out the game and your team needs you, it's a bad thing. So is it his fault? That yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, he's, yes. He's, he's seven foot ten. So, mm-hmm. so anytime he gets loud, he might just look. 
extra aggressive, but like I would argue that LeBron James complains and bitches mm-hmm. more than him, but just don't get the text for it. Well, you've seen Boogie like he physically tries to bully people. That's the whole thing with him and um Zach Randolph when they were um had that little thing, and he was like, you know, in my neighborhood, the bullies get bullied because mm-hmm. he know Boogie is more intimidating to like. Your Tyler Zellers or your Tyler uh, Hero, even yeah, the world, <laughs> like, you know. So like, yeah. that's kind of his role a lot of yeah, times, yeah, being yeah. a forcer. And sometimes being an enforcer, you have to do things that will make people fear you, which is push people or yell or get angry, get upset. That's you right. That's kind of part of the role. That's why I said I wouldn't say he's a bad teammate. I've never heard anybody say he's a bad teammate. That's you know, true. people always just say the technicals. They add up and they take games away. Probably when your team needs you. Yeah, I feel like uh, Boogie had a had one of those like reputations as a team killer for a little while, mm-hmm. but I don't think it ever really stuck. That mm-hmm. nigga just kept keep getting hurt, mm-hmm. and he big as hell, bro. Like <laughs> you, when you when you are that size and an athlete, you have to anticipate something in your body is gonna like not be able to handle it. He did pretty good, though, for most of his career. I honest. think he did amazing. Yeah. Like, the first five, six years in mm-hmm. um, in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that, those, those years, I think, were comparative to Dwight Howard. And people consider Dwight Howard, like, a second ballot Hall of Famer. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I would I, show, me, show me Boogie's years mm-hmm. in his prime and Dwight's years in his prime. I don't know who I'm taking. It's funny because they're very different in their style of play. Play the same position. Yeah. But Dwight Howard is so much more athletically inclined than Boogie, and Boogie's way much more crafty. But who does that help, though? Who does that help? Depends on the team. Longevity-wise. Because Dwight's athleticism. Mm -hmm. The athleticism is always going to fade unless you're fucking Vince Carter. (laughs) That nigga could still dunk to this day. Nasty. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, That long term, yeah, Yeah. it's better to have somebody that's crafty, that's perfected at home their footwork and stuff like that. And it's added three points to the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excuse me. My bad, but I feel like Boogie can shoot threes too, right? That's what I'm saying. He added that to the game. Gotcha. Dwight never added that. That's true. That's, That's why true. the That's right because yeah, he, but Dwight added ball handling. Okay, <laughs> I tried it. I tried <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> when he was in Atlanta, he was handling on some balls. You right. <laughs> he wasn't, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't basketballs, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not those type of balls. Goddamn. <laughs> oh man. Um I guess the other big storyline in the NBA is the Nets. Mm. Um, so with the Nets, they just traded to get uh, uh, what's that nigga name? John, James Harden. <laughs> James Harden. They have uh, Kevin Durant. They have Kyrie Irving. Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving um, uh, uh, just been having struggling this year in terms of showing up. It's crazy because like they're playing well, but like they're still getting beat. Yeah. When I look at the box scores, they're all doing good, especially Kyrie with how he started off the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he was balling. He's been having 25-point-plus games, right. seven, probably seven and five games. But, like, they cannot pull it together to get these wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think there's two things. Making rum. Yeah. At, at I mean, play Asian here. rum, my bad. 
Yeah, she don't say passe. Yeah, you don't fuck that fucking. What to go on? You know, shout out. Uh, um, uh, fuck. So <laughs> there's two things here. I think um, there's two surprising elements to the Nets right now. Mm-hmm. Number one is nobody anticipated that James Harden would just be able to pass, <laughs> even though he. <laughs> Average triple double. <laughs> he well, I think people try to focus on he's been like one or two for the scoring um, scoring championship for like the last five years, or yeah. whatever. Right? That but, is his primary skill set, though. Exactly. But people seem to downplay two things about they that they seem to downplay is his ability to pass and his core vision, mm-hmm. and the fact that he plays every fucking game. Yeah, that's true. James Harden Barely plays every yeah. fucking game. Can't say that about the other two people in you Brooklyn cannot. that are stars. Yeah. You cannot. So that's 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 important. Mm-hmm. He plays every fucking game, and his skill set is adaptable to scoring and putting other people in position mm-hmm. to score. The other problem is they got rid of Jared Allen, which makes them small, which is cute enough in the East. Go mm-hmm. ahead and do that little small shit over there. But when you got to play the Joker, you got to play. Can't put DeAndre Jordan on him. Yeah. You got to play. Um, who who are the Lakers big man? Gasol? Mm-hmm. AD. AD? Mm-hmm. And like, Matrez. Like, it's, a, it's you you can't. That's that's not fair. <laughs> right? Like, this, it's, it becomes a different yeah. level of basketball. At that point, like you don't have your biggest dude is KD. He's seven feet though. Yeah, but he's playing the two or the three. three. <laughs> I think <laughs> right? that's gonna like, be. I, I'm curious to see that first game because I think they match up kind of decently outside of the Brooklyn Nets not having any depth for the second unit of the. Um, Let's just go with Lakers. the starters though. Yeah. All right. Uh, who are the Lakers starters? Schroeder. Who's guarding Schroeder? He's not the star- is he? Schroeder is not a starter? I don't think so. Who's the starting point guard? Caruso? KCP. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> that has to change. Then it's Kyle Kuzma at the small. Then I think LeBron. What is? Hold on. I'm confused. I don't think KCP is starting, bro. He's starting. Um, He's a I'm not guy. okay with that. <laughs> he started last year. Yeah, but once the playoff starts, I'm I'm not okay with that. He's going to start again. He's added a, a jump shot to his game, so I think that has helped him greatly. You're telling me KCP starts over Dennis Schroeder? I'm trying to tell you. Dennis Schroeder, um, who brought this down? Gilbert Arenas brought this down for me. He was saying, like, with the Lakers' second unit, they didn't have anybody that could create their own shot. You know, everybody else needed someone else to create the shot, so that's why Dennis Schroeder is the second-string point guard. Because he can get in with the second unit and create his own shot. Similar to like a Lou Will. So that's why you can kind of relax when your starters aren't in the game. You could put Dennis Schroeder in and he could create shots for himself and for other people. So according to this, you're wrong. They start together. Dennis is the point guard. Contavious is the shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Second unit is Caruso and Wesley Matthews. I forgot about Wesley Matthews. Yeah, okay. I did too. And then we also got Horton Tucker, who could play the two, three. Yeah. The two or the three. He's a small three. He's a small three. He's like six, five. Yeah. But if we're putting him at the three, then we can have Matra. And we have Matra's at the five. That makes mm. sense. So Marcus Gasol is the starting center. Okay. Yeah. 
<clears throat> My bad. Yeah. So like, yeah, that makes sense to me. I'm okay with this. The first and second units, I'm okay with that. I rock with that. But all right, so you're gonna put Dennis Schroeder on Kyrie, Contavious mm-hmm. and James Hart, LeBron <laughs> and Durant. No, LeBron is probably gonna guard Harden, and Anthony Davis is probably gonna guard Durant. Okay, so KCP is guarding who, and Marcus is guarding who? Well, and Dennis Schroeder, uh, KCP is gonna guard Joe Harris. Yes, mm-hmm. who's guarding Kyrie? Actually, I think um, it might be the other way around. I think KCP because I think he's more of a he's better defensive player. Why are you doing that? You confuse me. He's more of a defensive okay. player. <laughs> well, my eyes like a cat just falling. <laughs> <laughs> I think KCP is more known for his defense, so he might guard Kyrie. Then Schroeder on um, Joe Harris, LeBron on James Harden, Anthony Davis on um, KD. Yeah. And uh, Marcus, whoever their big man yeah, is, DeAndre Jordan. So uh, you don't have to really worry about offensively, right? So he might kind of help more with KD. So based on that lineup, who are mm-hmm. you taking in that? I'm always going to take the Lakers. I'm just a Lakers fan. Objectively, though, matchup wise, I would take Brooklyn. See, I wouldn't. I would. I don't think I would. Only because of the big man matchup. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking with you with the with your guards. LeBron is LeBron, but like your guards, I feel like you're in a seven game series for the chip. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind well, of a toss if up. That li- like if you don't sub in and out, if this is just strictly on the lineup, because we yeah. got Quinn Cook, we got Wesley Matthews, we got mm-hmm. Kuzma. None of them have been mentioned here, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, and I and I also and and if that's the case, and if I have to put those three up against Brooklyn's bench, I'm taking mm-hmm. the Lakers for sure. Exactly. So. Yeah, there's that, and, and that's been my biggest beef with the Lakers is that they don't have a bench. Mm. So like, but I also believe it's going to be a Nets fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I also believe it's probably going to be the Lakers and Brooklyn for the finals, which means it's probably going to be a sweep because uh, changing your mind already, huh? The Nets don't have any any bench. You yes, I'm changing my remember mind. Remember, you were big on um, the Heat. Yeah, but. Brooklyn didn't have these things. Mm. How the Heat doing this year? Um, the Heat actually are bringing coronavirus sniffing dogs into the stadium. Did you <laughs> see that? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yeah, they're going to start different. doing. That's different. I, apparently, you can smell corona. They be smelling cancer and shit, so it makes sense. You believe that? Dogs can smell cancer? Yeah, sure. Why would I not? Well <laughs> You think there's people that have a racket going on like these dogs can smell cancer? So you think that there's not a scam industry in the service service dog business? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I honestly don't care. I, I I just go out on a limb and probably say there's probably some scamming going on well, there. We know you're just... I don't know if you can smell a virus. Why wouldn't they be able to smell a virus? What does this virus smell like? I think they're. I know they what cocaine smelling. smells like. I know uh, what marijuana smells like. You had it in your nose. I know what gunpowder smells like. Right. I know what all of these things. Would that you sniffing dogs would be used for smell like? Would you? How would you answer this question? Do you think dogs are able to smell pheromones of humans? No. <laughs> 
So you don't think a dog can smell a human coming from a nope. distance? Nope. So, uh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Coming from a distance. This is a self-medicated podcast. You have to define come. <laughs> <laughs> you think dogs can smell the arrival of a human? Like, if you were to stand outside your door, not move and not say anything, you don't think your dog would know you were there? She would. What do you think that's based on? Sound. I said you don't move or make any noises. Um, I think that their ability to hear is a lot stronger than ours. So I think they can hear breathing. So their ability to smell is not a lot stronger than ours. It is. That too. So why wouldn't they be able to smell something? Um, we can't. I didn't say they can't smell. You ever smell? Smell? What? You ever smelled another human that's sick and they smell different? Yes. Okay. You don't think dogs just have that ability to a greater degree? Potentially, yes. Okay, that's all I want you to think about. Well, all right. And that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, 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 um, this is a little logic journey. Mental know. yoga. No. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, like, do you think that it is more or less likely for a dog to smell an internal uh, a, a virus or mm-hmm. a bacteria versus I think you're body taking, language. You're taking it too literal. No, I'm asking you. I'm I'm done with that. Oh, I'm okay. taking. I'm okay. I'm on a whole nother. I'm on a whole nother thing. Right. Do you think it's easier for a dog to smell a virus or to read body language? I was told that dogs only really understand body language more than the actual words we're saying to them. So, meaning that they could encounter a smell mm-hmm. and be able to react to it, but not necessarily identify it. Yet, they're kind of biologically trained to understand and react to body language from humans. Well, I don't understand where you're getting at because you literally just said dogs can smell gunpowder and drugs. They can. So. But coronavirus is how old? Uh, this coronavirus, years, I should say, COVID nineteen is how years. old? Years. Uh, it's been around since twenty nineteen. So, so do you think that so dogs have old. developed the necessary uh, evolutionary equipment to be able to identify and signal <laughs> coronavirus? Yeah, half in the last that, ten months, really? Yeah, that's what you half feel of like? that is training. I don't know. I'm skeptical. The part I'm, of them being able to smell they already have, the yeah. part of them signaling what they smell is training. So they probably already have that too. So it's just a matter of figuring but out what that scent of Corona is. That's where I think is the complicated part. Because not only do... You ever smelt a virus before? <laughs> like, do viruses have scents? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, nigga, you smell like you got HIV. No, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> The viruses, I'm, I learned this in school this week, even though I felt like I already knew this, but I, sometimes you relearn shit. Viruses are um, essentially parasites. Yes. Right? And in order for the viruses to thrive, they have to have a host. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know what the dogs are smelling in order to determine 
they could be smelling blood and be able to identify it within your bloodstream. Like if you give them a blood sample and they can smell to do that. But like in a stadium, I'm not sure how that's going to work exactly. That's the only reason why this is mm-hmm. relevant because the Miami Heat are using coronavirus sniffing dogs mm-hmm. for admission purposes. Like, what happens if the dog that you encounter, you got a negative test mm-hmm. from today, <laughs> but one of these little German sharp shepherds get to going crazy on your ass and don't like how you smell? That like, what's more official? Even actual you, coronavirus test or this dog that actually just the dogs might be better because honestly, even if you test negatively, you can still have the coronas in your coronas corona in your body because of um what's it called? What the what did the nurse tell me? Um fuck. Um uh, is is it uh, I know this word too, but it, essentially it takes a while for something to break down in your body. Mm-hmm. It cannot be active, but it's still breaking down within your body, so it'll still show up in your bloodstream. Um, half that's life, a, half life, half life. Virus. Okay, yeah. that's almost like uh, what they tell you. Like, even if you have been exposed, wait a couple days mm-hmm. so that that shit, like when you get tested, so that that shit can show up. Like, right? If you get tested too early, this shit hasn't necessarily yeah. taken a hold. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I can feel that. I feel like a. a, a yeah. I don't want to get... Okay. <laughs> this nigga started drinking rub. He want to debate about everything. <laughs> That's true. Speaking of uh, dogs, though, I think I might mm. get another dog if we move. Oh, you getting a dog for you? Yeah. A dog for me. <laughs> One that I can train and raise appropriately. Are you, but you're going to have to walk two dogs now. Well, at least you can walk them at the same time. Also, uh, the thing about dogs is they're pack animals. Mm-hmm. So at least the good habits that Nola have, I could transfer over to this new dog. Hopefully, hopefully, I just can't be sabotaged by <laughs> my partner. Yeah, you got two people working against you, or a person and a dog <laughs> working against you. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna be like, yeah, you gotta do this. Nola, by don't listen to that nigga. He ain't gonna do nothing. Right, That's exactly, you exactly. You, you sit right here. Nah, you could pee on there. Go ahead. <laughs> He ain't gonna do shit. Like, you might have to go sit in the cage for a little while. But that ain't shit. shit. We built for this, right? It's built for this, nigga. It's, it's treats and shit in there. You'll be fine. <laughs> um. All right. You want to talk about Danny Lay or you want to get into songs of the week? Because I don't want to talk <laughs> I don't, about her. Honestly, honestly don't care. Right, we can't. We can't win. <laughs> you should have watched the goddamn live if you wanted to hear us. Yeah, about we that. can't win this conversation. Yeah. Honestly, me and you, we need to have a guest for that one. Yeah. Um. So let's get into songs of the week. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hip hop and then R and B. Um, so my hip hop song for this week, um, I actually have a whole story for my R and B song, which you'll actually appreciate. Um, but for me, I'm gonna go with this is a uh, Wale. Good vibes. Exactly. You heard this? Mm-hmm. This hard. And I'm so tired, yeah, all I need is good vibes Shit ain't right on this side, yeah All my niggas dying and the president be lying I got Zop in this raw, wanna fly Put this outside in the sky Shit ain't right on this side, 
All my niggas dying and the president be lying. I got up in this wrong when I fly. Losing my cool, I'm losing my patience. You using your stimulus just to lose it in Vegas. I see a lot of APs, I see a lot of Rolexes. I'ma buy them off of these niggas right after the pandemic. I can show you a style, I can show you what rapping. After all this shit that happened, no, we gotta be brothers. Cal Williams said we good and we better than that. But we get shot and nothing happens, how we set up for that? You see my culture expensive, that's why they paying it to us. It be you Terry Crews niggas tap dancing for that. I never let nobody lesser treat me lesser than them. You can't have no Mr. Childs eating Panda Express. I'm burning stage in the studio before I let niggas near. I leave my weapon by the speaker so they hearing me clear. I mean, the money be cool. I did amazing this year. I mean, I'm famous, but I'm drained. I need some prayer for real. And I'm nigga, so tired. Yeah. All I need is good vibes. Shit ain't right on this side. Yeah. All my niggas dying and the president be lying. I got Zop and it's raw. Wanna fly? Put this outside in the sky. Shit ain't right on this side. Yeah. All my niggas dying and the president be lying. I got Zop and it's raw. Wanna fly? Yeah. You know, slick as El Gato. Don't worry about the kicks. Nah, Slim, you ain't got those. Rest in peace, Amaya, some pop smoke. I pray you keep some fire and some Palo Santo. The Capitol, the city was made of chocolate. I seen the Capitol building full of a bunch of rioters, looters, and super white people that was getting too rowdy. You do that and you black, they gon' clap you and hug your mommy like. Cool story, whole country been cold-blooded. Tell Tammy Lawrence and Kenneth O'Neill it's nothing. And patriotic energy, iffy in 21, cause 2020 showed me my vision was truly blurry. I'm tired. I'm fried, we all need a reset A kata or nausea, I always been a reject I always been a lot of things, but none of them a weak link But everything a lot, I hope you sparkin' when you and sing I'm it so like tired. Yeah, all survive. I need is good vibes Shit ain't right on this side yeah. All my niggas dying and the president be lying I got Zop and it's raw, wanna fly Put this outside in the sky Shit ain't right on this side Yeah. All my niggas dying and the president be lying I got Zop and it's raw, wanna fly That was Wale, good vibes, za That's my hip-hop submission for uh, Songs of the Week Hey, do we update our uh, Spotify playlist with our Songs of the Week? Uh, yeah, no Yeah, mm -hmm. we do now I'd rather let the sink run in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, I get it when I when I play my song. So um, this song has been out for a while. I um, recently came across it because a video came out, and I became a fan of the song, even though the album I didn't really give it a chance because I don't like this person's voice, but I like this song a lot. It's called "Liz Loves Luger," West Side Gun, featuring Amani Caesar. <laughs> Shopping spreeze and fifth. I just wanted your loyalty. If you wanted to spoil me, baby, do it with loyalty. It was never about the money or the cause of taking trips. I just wanted your loyalty. If you wanted to spoil me, baby, do it with loyalty. Self-fed, come to the money, I got my own. Brand. 
sweat Go get a weight on the nigga, baby, we off that New whip, chrome on the rims, tires, it's offset Eight peeps, got niggas wondering how she bought that I'ma be that bitch on the streets, I need a cold D Nigga that's gon' live by the cold, young but a OG As long as I'm living, nigga, we gon' eat But when I leave, ain't trying to worry about if you gon' cheat You in the line. you ain't playing, baby, then pick a shot Pick em all on the planet, baby, if we can ball They say I don't cost a thing, well, I ain't cheap at all But I need more than your money, baby, I need it all Cause it was never about the money or the shopping sprees and trips I just wanted your loyalty If you wanted to spoil me Baby, do it with loyalty It was never about the money or the cause of taking trips I just wanted your loyalty If you wanted to spoil me Baby, do it with loyalty Come here, bitch Come here, bitch Puss taste sweet ass Puss taste sweet ass Hey, yo All you wanna do is suck my dick Let me chill for a minute You looking at me like Ooh, daddy, you with it I spit in your face right then Open your mouth wide Choke you hard cause you my bitch You the best thing that ever happened Got me fucking from the back With my foot on your neck I got your shit clapping Fly gosh, little hood You look so beautiful, look so beautiful. Licking on the pussy I'm about to buy the go your store For every time you squirt Take a thousand My girl the tag me up Why you lounging lounging I'm about to nod in you, about to nod in you I can't get about you, about you money, all the shopping sprees and trips I just wanted your loyalty If you wanted to spoil me Baby, do it with loyalty It was never about the money or the cause of taking trips I just wanted your loyalty If you wanted to spoil me Baby, do it with loyalty Alright, that was Liz Loves Luger West Side Gun And uh, Armani Caesar What you got for us next? Shout time? out to Griselda, man um, Alright, so this one is uh, interesting I went and dug deep for this one Uh-oh. Um, And you actually might appreciate this person Who shares your initials mm. Your last name mm. um, Keeps the J tradition alive mm. uh, This song is called We Have By Jordan Hawkins mm, My nigga Let's see We both in the dark You wanna know my pain But I don't wanna know your heart Ignorance is play I need my confidence 
share the butterflies look you in the eye and kiss your lips I don't know what he had I don't know what he had with you she don't know what she had she just Supposed to man carrying this dead weight, it's so easy to hesitate. Yeah, I don't know the true love regarding any type of true, true love, but you love make me want to do. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Yeah, man. That's our cousin. Um, that's our cousin Jordan Hawkins. <laughs> uh, big shout out to him, man. I I, I just discovered him. So yeah, everything that I've heard so lady. far sounds very lit. Merch the last name. It's a Jayhawk. Hey, what do you want from me? <laughs> Um, before you try to cut me off and end the podcast, before I can play this next song, go ahead. R and B selection. <laughs> uh, this song I heard a while ago last year. I only saw it on YouTube, but I recently found out it was on um, on the uh, DSPs. This is by one of my favorite singers, Sir. It's a um, cover of "Footsteps in the Dark," parts one and two by the Isley Brothers. It's a little smooth. It ended on a smooth note. So there you go.
Footsteps in the Dark, Parts 1 and 2. Shout out to the Isley Brothers. Shout out to them, man. Um, yeah, man. It's, uh, it, it, it is what it is. I, I just want to give another shout out. I don't know how close to the mic I'm speaking. I probably sound way better now. I just want to give another shout out to uh, the one-year anniversary of the mm-hmm. Self-Medicated Podcast. Um, you know, this date, it's the 25th or the 24th when we're recording. Not when this is released. You would know better than me, man. I think it's the 25th. Uh, this time last year, Kobe died. Mm, mm, this time mm. last year was the first recording of the Seth mm. Medicated podcast. Um, this time last year, we was just all everybody here was racist to Asians. <laughs> this time last year, coronavirus, the, the Italian virus. Now. Yeah, That's not funny. this time last year, the coronavirus was a myth and a legend. Mm. Um, this time last year, we didn't have a roadcaster. This time last year, the audio quality coming into your ears right now was not the same. Also, that was you wanted it like that, which I didn't understand. You, know, hmm? you asked for it like that. You remember, you was like, I was like, we should put mics on these people. He was like, nah, I want y'all niggas in the background. I mean, <laughs> I still feel the same way. I feel like the, <laughs> it's no, it's no niggas here. It's just me and you. <laughs> well, the guest audio should sound different than ours, uh, but that's not that. We got it. That has nothing to do with the evolution of this podcast. The right. fact that we started doing um, the organic shoutouts. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you know we have been very organic. With the growth and the love and anybody who's paying attention to this um, and anybody we pay attention to, Mm. it's because we think you're worth it. It ain't Mm. because of anything else. It's because you're dope and we think you're dope. We already know we're dope. Mm. So there's that. Right. Um, I think it's also another opportunity to give a big, 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 big shout out to Brittany. 
um, being my favorite fan of this podcast. Uh, I'm and, still and um, always showing love. I'm still on the fence about that one. Do you I don't have know a, she's my favorite fan. Well, I didn't ask you who your favorite. Well, I'm fan just saying <laughs> she's my favorite fan mm, for sure. Wow, most dedicated fan. You d- dispute that? Uh, let's continue with the rest of this conversation. Yeah. So shout out to Brittany. <laughs> um, you know, shout out to anyone who has been listening to this podcast from day one. Shout out to anyone who's been listening to this podcast starting now. Mm. Uh, shout out to any and all of you who have uh, anything to do with this podcast, man. I yeah. want to give a big shout out to um, just like like I said, I've I've been going back and and through some of the old episodes, and there's some some people that I think deserve shout out. Shout out to Malik. Mm. Uh, Malik making prediction predictions on this podcast that ended up coming true mm. very mm. very much later. Mm. Uh, big shout out to the real Westradamus. No, <laughs> but shout out to Ish, uh, Ish two twenty three, um, our original cameraman in this yeah. joint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm still uh, gonna the get the hardest, audio to you. <laughs> the hardest working man in hospitality. Big shout out to Ish. Mm. Um, He's uh, like the hardest working man in YouTube now. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real, for real. Now, those Big, videos take a lot of work. Yes, because um, there's so many cutting and mm, editing and playing all, all these shit. different characters and shit. For yeah. real. Big shout out to Ish. Yeah, uh, shout out to the Burger Boy, uh, Young Fast and Furious. No, you're Fast and Furious, right? I'm. Yeah. No, he's Fast and Furious yeah. and the Burger Boy. You mm. got some other titles. Yeah. But shout out to him, too, for creating the graphics. Um, and, and keep coming up with like just little dope tidbits of information mm, and mm. knowledge and like tips and tricks mm. for shit. Like super duper appreciate that. You got to get him on around our star break so we can talk about basketball. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I just, I'm dominating you guys in fantasy basketball. I well. just beat, I'm owing three and just beat him mm. this week. Mm. So yeah, take that, take that, take that. <laughs> um, and yeah, man, just, a huge shout out to anybody who listened to this, anybody who fucks with this. This is the self-medicated podcast. Um, we're going to continue doing dope shit. We got more and more better shit and dope shit to come through. Uh, if you have any suggestions, just slide in the DMs. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm just extending this podcast to hit the little second markers that I need to hit. But, yeah, it's the self-medicated podcast, and we out. <laughs>